year. I'm LJ. What's cracking, y'all? It's Stevie Nicks. And we're Nick fans. And, and welcome, welcome to Nicks Anonymous. Myself, and I think we see Willis coming out. Fast break to Walt Frazier. Frazier then slows it down. It's picked up by Jerry West at the top of the post three. New York, welcome back to another episode of Nick's Anonymous. Forty Deuce, Forty Deuce, Deuce Mob, Deuce Mob. Episode forty-two. Welcome back. We're turning Mondays lit again, man. Make Mondays lit again. Do you agree? Yeah, I hope. I hope people are listening to this like when they're driving to work or on the train. That's why. That's why I release. That's why I release it in the morning. So you know you. This is the first thing you you know we wanted to spring that that morning positivity because we know how how rough Mondays are, but it's all in the mind really if you think about it. Mondays suck, bro. Bro, but that's a mindset. It does suck, bro. It's just the first day of the uh, is the first day after the weekend. It's hard to. Well, I guess it only sucks it's hard if to you're doing up. if you're doing things you don't like. Nobody likes Monday, bro. We gonna make you guys like Mondays. How about that? We just bring spread. We just here spreading the positivity, man. Make sure your Monday could be as good as possible. Give the claps to that, man. Positivity, man. You know. eh, screw Mondays. It'd be like that, bro. <laughs> you get the ones. Nah, I think more people agree with me. But either way, we have to. We have a show to do, so that's what's important. Yeah, man. Episode forty-two, man. Uh, what a great way to start episode forty, Deuce, man. We had a, we had some good basketball. Some oh yeah, very wait good a minute. basketball. Yeah, no, I'm just giving them the overview of the show. I know we're not gonna start the show with that because we got some, we got, we got a nice little throwback coming, a nice little segment that no one thought was coming back, but it is coming back. I think it is the first time we actually had yeah. this since season two started. No, no, we've done it. But done it before. Yeah, we've done it. It's just start the actual season. Now. Yeah, with the actual season going. Well, yeah. back, well, this is the actual first episode for the episode for the for the actual season. So yeah, either way, it's the first. So you want me to hit that button now? Sure, why not? Oh, here we go. Yeah, we freaked it. We're starting the show with it. Ain't nothing like the old schools, man. Sometimes it might come in the middle, but usually it comes in the end. But today we're starting it with the show for the reason. Uh, The NBA released... Well, first of all, the NBA is in its 75th year of existence. And with that, they released their 75 greatest players. First things first, shout out to everybody that's on that list. Yeah, congratulations to all of them. What they what they really did, though, is because nobody that was... All right, 25 years ago, yeah, I was really... I was alive at that time. <laughs> Way to um, date yourself, my guy. It's all good. 20- Guess what? I wasn't. Yeah, I know. 
That's why I said that. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I was not. Um, 25 years ago, the NBA did the 50th anniversary, and they announced the 50th, the, excuse me, the top 50 greatest players of all time. Basically, those same players are on the list, and they added 25 more. And why are we bringing this up on Nick's Anonymous and making um, this day in Nick's history the first segment? Yo no sé, Steven. I'll tell you why. Because eight. Count them. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho. Ooh. Eight. Nick, eight Nicks. Ooh. The only Nick of Spanish you'll ever hear me speak, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bilingual in the building. Yeah. That's what we like. It's the only time you'll ever hear Diversity, it. Adversity, baby. Mark this, mark this down. Episode 42. The only time Stevie spoke Spanish. <laughs> but 42. But eight Nicks made the cut. Eight Knicks. Should, should we just clap again? Um, yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> we need to keep clapping. Hold wait, on. wait, wait. We got gunshots. Oh, we do have gunshots. We are in New York. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you know what's even crazier? Like, a gun charge, like, having a gun in New York alone is, I think, like, five to eight years. So you would think people wouldn't have guns. Let's not get into guns, bro. I just wanted the gunshot sound effect, bro. <laughs> Oh boy, we was about to get into it, huh? Oh yeah. Bro, this is a Nick podcast, bro. <laughs> Remember. It's just a sound effect, y'all. Don't come after us, can't No, we don't got we don't got no guns. But anyway, eight Nicks made the cut. But then again, I don't know. I don't have guns. Sure, I don't know. But anyway, eight Nicks nah, made the guns. cut. Uh here we go. Let's name him. Carmelo Anthony. Yes, sir. Ah, he's in we claim him. I'm going to clap at the end. I'm we, not going to clap through each one. We're claiming him. He's on the Lakers now, but he's a Nick. Dave DeBuscher from the 70s boys. Two ti- two titles. Yeah. And we're, are we claiming We're claiming him due to the fact that he probably had his best years on the Knicks, right? That too. Just to, just to clarify. Just well, well, he, yeah, I would say that. Or the, maybe or maybe the Nuggets. Or well, maybe the Nuggets. The but, nuggets but the Knicks still claim him. I don't care. He was definitely doing work on the Knicks. So he's Absolutely. Uh, this one was obviously a no-brainer. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. We saw that one coming. Yeah. Walt Claude Frazier. No, one of the, one, one, another one of the 70s Swishing boys. Swishing edition. Another 70s boy, Jerry Styling Lucas. Styling and profiling. Another 70s boy, Jerry Lucas. Jerry Lucas was pretty good, actually. I heard great things about Jerry Lucas. You know what's crazy about Jerry Lucas? I mean, what? we're going to get into all these guys' resumes. I'm just giving you a short summaries of them right now. Um... The crazy thing about Jerry Lucas is his best years weren't with the Knicks. His prime was before he came to Knicks. So but do we would would we still claim him? He 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 was a big reason we won our second chip. So from what the from what the old from what the older Knicks fans so tell me, sir, you have so been he claimed. Make, so he makes the list. You have been claimed. You know what? He'll, we'll read his resume out. He'll be the first since I gave a little bit of context on him. We'll read his resume out. And it's a pretty damn impressive resume. Check it out, bro. He's a power forward, at, first of all, for those who don't know. Um, his best years were with the Cincinnati Royals and the San Francisco Warriors. <laughs> yeah, bro, those teams don't even exist no more. Major throwback. Jesus. Oh, boy. Wow. This should be San Francisco who? Royals? The San Francisco Warriors. So Golden State was San Francisco at one point. I totally, I, I knew that. I just forgot. Actually. San Francisco, California. Uh, his career high. Um, well, first of all, he's a career. We go to his career numbers. I'm sorry. And you said he was a power forward. Yes, sir. He is a power forward. How much did he weigh? 
Just out of curiosity. If back you know. in the day, back in those days, 230. That's not bad for a power forward. Six, that's eight, what I was going to say. Yeah, like. He was an average power forward, 6'8, 230 pounds. I think that's a power forward today. That's a power forward. So, so, so let me find out Jerry Lucas would have been balling today. Shit. Let me find out. Okay. That's why he's one of the greatest. Uh, career 17 point scorer. Oh, that's impressive. 15 rebounds a game. Shit. Really? For his whole career? Pretty good. That's what he averaged? Yeah, 15.6 rebounds a game. Wow, okay, I see why you cracked the list, Jerry Lucas. 49% career shooter. Hey. From the field? Yeah. There was no three-point line, right? Nah, not at that time. Uh, One-time champ, seven-time All-Star, All-Star game MVP, three-time All-NBA first team, two-time All-NBA second team, rookie of the year, all-rookie first team. He cracked the 50th anniversary team, obviously the 75th anniversary team. When the college chant, when the NCAA tie, ah, you know what? You can see why he cracked the list. And it goes on and on and on. Ladies and gentlemen, for for those who didn't know, Jerry Lucas. Um, And it goes on and on. Shout out to Jerry Lucas. Shout out to Jerry Lucas, man. Um, I did not know who you were. I mean, uh, I knew who you were, but. Yeah, yeah, like, I I don't know much about him, but I've heard. Like my father's told me about him. Fox Johnny has mentioned him. I know. I know a lot of people my my age group has no idea who that. I'm, I'm pretty either. sure. I'm pretty sure most of them. I guarantee like, you, nobody in my age group knows who Jerry Lucas is. Yeah, that was like the first time that's that name has ever been heard by a lot of people. So I'm glad we could bring that knowledge to y'all, man. But that's why we're here. We just blew y'all out though. That's why we're here. Bro. That is why. Remember, bro. This is why we started doing this in the first place. We wanted to spread the facts. We just blew them out though. Keep going, bro. Oh, but there's three more on the list. Uh, Bob McAdoo, he's another one. You know what? We'll go into Bob McAdoo second because he's a special. Why? He's a special case. Okay. And special case in a good way, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this guy, I, I, I know his name. I've heard his name before. I didn't know much. Of, I don't know much about his career, but looking at his resume, and he only played three years with the Knicks. So you know what? Check out these numbers for the Knicks, bro. For the three years he played. 26 points per game, 26.7, 26.5, 26.9. Oh, yeah, we're claiming this guy. We're claiming Bob McAdoo. We'll take oh, him. yeah, I, I'm, I could round it off to 30. Fuck we'll, it. we'll take Bob. Now, I, I, 27. Round it off to 27. Give him 27 points per game. Exactly. Uh, How many rebounds he averaged those three years? 12, 9, and 7. So, basically, 14, 16. We'll give him... A, 10 rebounds again. I ain't trying to do that much math right now. Sorry, bro. We'll give him 10 boards, give or take. So basically, 27 points, 10 boards in three years with the Knicks. Yeah. I definitely felt that. I'm good at math, too. That's the funny part. I just couldn't do it at the moment. I definitely felt that, bro. Bro, so we'll give him 27 and 10 for the Knicks. But here's the rest of his career. Check it out. This guy, this is why he cracked the list. MVP in 1975, two time champion, five time All Star, All NBA first team, All NBA second team, rookie of the year. All NBA rookie team, three-time scoring champ, and wait, was that with the Knicks? Hold up, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I feel like that's also important. One of them too. was with the Knicks. One of the scoring titles was with the Knicks. Okay. And how cool. many did he have? Three. Uh, I don't know. I'll take it. Uh, I don't no, no, know. wait. Uh, no. What else did he do? With it the wasn't Knicks? with the Knicks. Damn it! It was with Buffalo. Oh, you see what's going on? Bro, I Buffalo. Holy shit! That's another team that didn't exist. See what's going the on. The Buffalo man. Braves. I don't oh. know if you can claim this, man. Nah, I'm taking him. I'll take Bob McAdoo. Shout out to Bob McAdoo, bro. Well, so what? Okay, so what did he do for us then? What? What? Out of those, out of those accolades, which one is the one that like benefited us? 
the Knicks? Uh, I would assume he took us to the playoffs. I don't know. I have to look. We gotta look that up. Okay, that's a good question. Ah, boo! I wonder. Do, boo. Nah, I don't boo the dude. But did you, did you not just hear that resume, dude? Like, but why, it wasn't for the Knicks. Why are more people not talking about this man, <laughs> bro? That's an impressive ass resume. I, uh, I respect it, but it wasn't for the Knicks, bro. You're not taking twenty-seven and ten with the Knicks, bro. But what did he did he give us a chip? No, he didn't give us a chip. Ooh. At least look to see if he made the playoffs, bro. True. Before you dubbed the dude. Alright, McAdoo. I'll give, all right, I'll oh give you Oh my god, bro. I'll give you this a pass. is how you feel it? I'll give you a pass, McAdoo. Shout out to Bob McAdoo. I'll give you the class. I just gotta check you, bro. Like, you know. And you know what? Are you valid or are you not valid, you know? Alright, you know what? We're gonna speed this up a little. We're gonna do four at a time. Four at a time, what? The next four the next four players. We're gonna do four at a time. Okay. Because these are the core guys that vote us the chip. Okay. Willis Reed, Walt Flay, Walt Cloud Fraser, Dave the Busher, and the Bush. Um, Earl the Pearl. Uh you could really argue that Walt Cloud Fraser and Earl the Pearl are one of the greatest backcourts of all time. I don't know if I would put them in the top five. Definitely the top ten. I um I'm not I have to look up again. Wait, let me see. Let me look up the numbers. Let's let's look at let's look at Walt Cloud Fraser. He's a career. From what I know, I would have to agree with you on that. Walt Clyde Frazier is a career 18-point scorer, six assists, five reaps, almost six, well, 5.9. You might as well make it six rebounds. So he's, eight, a, he's a point guard, right? Yeah. So he's a point guard averaging almost seven rebounds. 18, six, and six, and a steal. Bro, with the two chips. You know what I mean? Check out, check out, the, check out the career highlights. The two chips, seven-time All-Star, All-Star game. Hey, All-Star game MVP. Not bad. I didn't know we had. I didn't know we had one of those. He did that in 1975. Four-time All-NBA first team, two-time All-NBA second team. Oh, this is this. I think this is what put him in the Hall of Fame. Seven-time All-NBA defensive first team. That's pretty damn good. That's awesome, man. That's pretty damn good. So defense was his thing. You could you could definitely tell he loves playing defense though. Yeah. Yeah, seven times. Only, only. I feel like only great, play, only great defenders are like the defenders that like truly love defense. Cause I feel like in order to be a great defender, you have to love it. Cause it's it's very annoying. Ah, here's another reason why Clyde cracked the count now. Aside from the obvious reasons, because he's Clyde Frazier. Uh looking at the numbers, he's big time. He is big time. His career numbers in the playoffs jumped almost one point. He goes from 18.9 to 20. So he stepped up when it mattered. Yep, that's, he goes to 20. That's it, Hall of Fame material, if you ask me. His assists go up slightly. Yeah. He raises all his numbers all across the board. When it counts. Yeah, so that's uh, that, that, that guy cracks the countdown to me. I mean, the most obvious. Swishing and dishing. Uh-huh. And he should also get an award for, for uh, sports casting. And vocabulary. And sometimes, yeah, dude. Yesterday we was watching the game. I was like, yo, does this guy have a dictionary in front of him? Yeah, bro? man. I don't, I don't know, man. Oh, my God. Yo, that guy's I'm vocabulary. Not gonna, yo, since we're talking about Clyde real quick. Yo, that guy's vocabulary is insane. Tell me why. <laughs> tell me why when he when we played the Magic the first time. Tell me why. He didn't sound too happy. Tell me why this man was actually tight at the Magic. I think it's because he was expecting to see a game. Like he was tight because they were getting blown out. Like he was like, what was he saying? I don't, I don't he was remember. Just, he, I, was just, he was just generally getting frustrated, as if he was their coach. He was like, yo, he's getting have, frustrated for them. Yeah, he's like, they have no empathy. I mean, they have no like 
no no fire no fire desire you know he was rhyming <laughs> he was rhyming on them <laughs> he was just pretty much saying that they had no fight in them and he was just mad at the effort and he was generally just getting angry at them and it was pretty funny you find out Clyde Frazier might want to be a coach before it's all said and done Nah, I feel, I, like, I feel like you stay a caster, man. I think you should too, but from the sound of it, he was like, "Yo, like, bro, what the hell?" Or he could be, <laughs> or he could be like a designer. Throw those suits he'd be wearing. Nah, that's just straight Clyde, bro. Like nobody could pull those suits off except Clyde. Well, that, that's that's, 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 that's what makes Clyde, you unique. That's a Clyde Fraser thing. Imagine he starts his own clothing brand if he doesn't have one already. All right, let's move on from Clyde. Let's go to shout out to Clyde. Yeah, definitely shout out to Clyde. You're the man. Get the claps again. Would you say he's the biggest icon in Nick history? I would. Not, I would believe so. I would say Patrick Ewing. We'll get to Patrick Ewing. Oh in yeah. A minute. We'll get to Patrick Ewing in a second. I would say Patrick Ewing is our greatest player, but Clyde Frazier is our biggest icon. I could agree to that. Yeah, man. I mean, he's also responsible for the only championships that we have. So. Yeah. But let's <laughs> get it. Oh, check this. Go. Oh. All right. Before I get into Earl Monroe. Because I'm on his um, Wikipedia right now. Earl the Pearl. Yeah, shout out to Earl the Pearl. This just reminded me of a story. You ever seen He Got Game? That movie, the Spike Lee movie, He Got Game? Yes, but I do not remember it at all. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, in that movie, there's, and, and I see it because here they say they used to call him Black Jesus. That's how good he was. Okay. But um, that brings me back to He Got Game. Because there's a scene that Denzel Washington tells a story. About how he named his his son Jesus Shuttlesworth. He tells him who he named him after. He didn't name him after Jesus of Nazareth. He named him after Earl the Pearl Monroe. Black Jesus. Okay. But, and he told him the story about Earl the Pearl. And he was like, yo, he was so good. Everybody started calling him Jesus. And then the white man got a hold of it. Got, got a hold of it and started calling him Black Jesus. Black Jesus. Yeah, so he was just Jesus at first, you know, and the white folks came in and they get, oh God, black Jesus, like whatever. Not to get like not to get political or anything, but like you think that would fly today? Uh I think black Jesus would fly. Jesus by itself wouldn't. I don't want to get into it, but you could probably guess. Ah uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I, just, I just wanted that I just wanted that answer. Okay. But I don't um, get deep into it. Everyone else you can figure that one out. But yeah, I only brought that story up to show how good he was. Like basically in that movie, rather than use a guy like So every time he grabbed the ball, it was on some like, oh Yeah. No, no, like and I, I bring no I'm saying like he's like Angels in the Outfield type no, no, shit. Earl the Pearl Monroe was so good that after years after he retired in a movie in the nineteen nineties, he was a player from the seventies. Okay. He's so he was so good. They referenced his whole career in a movie in the 90s. Oh, 20 years later. Yes. That's greatness to me, bro. You know, like, I don't know, bro. Like, you don't just bring up... Legend. And, and you know what? I'm going to do the right thing. You don't you just mean? bring up Jesus. See how you see what I did there? No. I didn't call him Black Jesus. Oh. He's just straight up Jesus. Okay. You know what I mean? They, they kept Jesus relevant. Yeah, man. That's greatness right there, bro. But let's go through his resume. Four-time All-Star, All-NBA First Team, NBA Rookie of the Year, All-Rookie First Team, cracked the 50th anniversary team, of course. Won the chip with us in 73. was a big reason we won the chip. So he hit, he hit the 50, but just got announced again at the 75. That's right. All right. So you made uh, no every player who cracked the top fifty made the get, top seventy five. They just get, added twenty five more players. Okay, so they're gonna get they're they're going to get announced again. Yeah. Um. 
Oh, wow. He retired in 1980, the year my brother was born. Shout out, Daddy. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say, <laughs> like, a lot of people say that Earl the Pearl's, some of his best years were with the Baltimore Bullets, which is now currently the Washington Wizards, by the way. Um, but nine years with the Knicks and one chip, three All-Stars with us, we claiming them. Claiming them? We claiming them. He got, one, he got one all-star with the bullets, but we got him, bro. Shout out to Earl the Pearl. Oh, wait, excuse me. Shout out to Jesus. Black Jesus. No, just Jesus. Oh, just Jesus? Remember, just Jesus. Just Jesus? Just Jesus. Okay. Just Jesus. You sure? Just Jesus. All right. Trust me. Just Jesus. At least that's what I think. But anywho, uh, two more from the 70s squad. Bring him out, bring him out. Uh, we'll, we'll bring him out, bring him out. Dave the Busher. Dave the Busher. Dave the Bush, the Bush, Shout the Bush. Dave the Busher. He was the center, right? No, no, no. Willis Reed was the center. We'll get into him next. The captain. He was a power forward and a small forward. A 6'6 six, a six, six power forward? Oh, wow. This guy was a beast. Okay. How much he weighed? Dave the Busher weighed 220 pounds. Oh, yeah. So he was fast. Beast. Beast. So he was definitely fast then. Yeah. Okay. Let me find out Dave Bush is another one. So that means he could probably dribble too. I don't know. I don't know about all that. He wasn't that kind of a player. But he could definitely move though. Wasn't... Oh, yeah. I can definitely see that. Especially for his uh, double-double career average. 16 Like a slasher almost, right? Yeah. Like a six... Slasher. Over, like he's like a slasher build. 16 points, 11 rebounds. Double-double for his career. Two-time chap. I said chomp. Two-time champ. Chomp. <laughs> Two-time champ. Chomp. Eight-time All-Star. Six-time NBA All-Defense first team. All-NBA second team. NBA All-Rookie first team. You know, of course, we retired his number. It's a big resume right there. Yeah. Yeah, shout-out to Dave Busher. Is there a reason why you left these guys last? Or, like... No, no, I'm just going in... Are you going by order? Yeah, yeah. Not in order, but I... Doing the seventies, I wanted to get the seventies guys out the way, okay, you know, okay. because our last two are our most recent great ones. Yeah, you know. And now we get to the captain, Willis Reed, the man. First off, the claps for the yeah, claps for the Bush. Yeah, claps for the Bush and the seventies guys. Last but not least, for the seventies guys, Willis Reed. He's Eight. actually in our intro, right? Yeah, he's the first. Um, the first. The first one. The first one. The first if you look one. over there, I think you see Willis coming out. <laughs> yep. Willis Reed to this day. To this day. Clyde Fraser is also in, in our To in this our intro. day, bro. Yeah. To this day. To this day. Do we need that sound effect? I, it it would have been nice to have it for this moment. To this day. This is how, how you know we freestyle. Willis Reed has one of the most inspirational sports moments in history. When Care he, to explain that? When he came in, we already did in episode one. I mean, if you remember? watch this, if you could, if you, oh my God. Yeah. Party foul. We have, we have a party foul. We could do this later, but we didn't do the social media. Yeah, I know. But oh, um, we'll get man. to it. We'll get to that. But anyway, Willis Reed, Willis Reed, injured in game seven. Nobody didn't know if he was going to play or not. Runs through the tunnel. And pretty much leads us to the chip. Well, not really. 
Wait, what? You want to you want you want to put a little bit more context behind it? Cause I'm, I'm sure he was hurt, right? I yeah, think he was hurt. That's what I, I just said. We didn't know he was gonna play. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> what do you think that means? Nah, that could be anything. What, you think he did some Ben Simmons shit? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that could pretty much mean anything. Nah, nah. I don't think a dude who cracked the top 75 would do that. You gotta be specific. Some people may not know. Oh, some people are crazy if they don't know. But anyway, still one of the most inspirational moments. He hit the first two shots. Didn't hit any more shots after that. That's how inspiring that moment was. But he played, right? Yeah, he played. He hit the first two shots, and that was it. And here's his resume. Let's get it out the way. Two-time champion, two-time finals MVP. Oh, fun fact. Our only most valuable player in history. Our only league MVP. He's definitely cracking the list for that. Uh, Seven-time All-Star. Another All-Star game MVP. Okay, we got two of those. All-NBA first team, four-time four All-NBA second team, All-NBA defensive first team, rookie of the year, NBA all-rookie team. Yeah. If the Knicks, if, the, if this Knicks team went to the championship and won, who do you think would be the finals MVP? What? If what Knicks team? This Knicks team. Went to the championship of who? With the team that we have now. Who would be, who do you think would be Finals MVP. I think Julius Randle. This team right now? Yeah. I don't know. We would have to get there first to see if, who has the momentum. I'd probably say Julius Randle. I can't really predict that. Now, I say Finals MVP because he's our only one. So, who could be the second? Uh, I don't know. We would, have to, <laughs> we would have to get there first. Who could be the second? Let us know in the comments. Who would be the Finals MVP if this if 2022 Knicks made the championship? Ah, uh, yeah. I got Kevin Knox. Oh, God. Stop with the trolling, bro. <laughs> I'm Max Kellerman. I got Kevin Knox. Last, well, I mean, I say last but not least, but our last two are our most recent icons. And I don't use those, well, I don't, yeah, def, nah, not at all. I don't use those terms loosely at all. I consider these guys icons for the Knicks. Patrick Ewing and Carmelo Anthony. I guess we'll talk about Melo first because he's more recent. Uh, and then he has he has the best. What's, um, he has the what's the the what's the guy's name? The announcer who announces the Mike names. Green. No, no, no. The guy that does it in the Garden. Mike Green. No, no, no. The guy that does it like through like that he names the players after after each time they score. Oh, I don't know his name. I don't know his name. I know who you're talking about. But he has the best name call ever. The most iconic name call. The Carmelo Anthony. That will never be forgotten. Ever. Yeah, man. Melo, he did good for the Knicks, man. It just ended bad. You know, unfortunately, I wish it would have ended better. But, you know, time heals all wounds. And Melo had a great career. Not just a- not just with us, but we're the ones claiming him. But he definitely had a great run with us. Yeah, he definitely did. He did good. I think his best runs were Denver and us. OKC was iffy. Houston was non-existent. Portland was okay. Portland was his resurrection. Portland was good. And Lakers to be determined. NA. Yeah, to be determined. <laughs> but N-A. overall, you um what what can't you say about Melo? Like, um, one of the most pure scorers of all time. Like one of the most feared dudes in the mid-range. Uh could score I feel from like the, I feel like Melo was getting disrespected a lot when he first left. Yeah. Score from the in, score from the inside, score from the outside. His defense was kind of shaky, but you know he had his moments. Um, I feel like he gained his respect more. Yeah. After 
after the fact. But after not playing, like after the disrespect from the entire league. Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you know what it is too. Like after the he fact, he had to. Melo had to humble up as well, in all honesty, because he saw himself as this franchise guy, and he wasn't that no more. He had to realize that you know, you're not it, and us saying you're not it is not bad. It just means we have to take a different role. And the fact when he finally decided to do that in Portland, you know, he saw it worked out. So he humbled up and was like, you know, I should. I, I, I assume right now, Melo's. A, I assume Melo's a smart guy. So I assume right now he could he'll look back at those two years and think like you know or however long he was out it was like two years right yeah yeah something like that however long he was out I'm sure he'll look at that time and be like you know maybe taking another role wasn't a bad idea because it's working out right now he definitely aged well too not for nothing yeah he can still ball definitely he's definitely aging pretty well he's still mellow bro. Men- mentally and physically because like that's a big mental as a superstar especially at the caliber that he was you know that's a big step that's a big step mentally to be like okay i'm not who i was so let me step back and help this team in some other way a lot of guys are pretty much like self-centered you know you know star you know you could be self-centered in spotlight you know i just i just wish he did that with us what like humbled up yeah um i wish he did that it would have been cool if he did that with us but do you think do you really think it was his fault because of that I'm not gonna fully blame him, but he does get some blame. You can't you can't say he was a perfect angel, bro. We gotta be real here. He wasn't. What do you think who's his biggest flaw was like like within that concept? Like just um realizing that he had to change his role. That's it. What do you think the role should have been? Um, not the primary scorer. Because you're not that guy no. Should have been secondary. At least or at least the third one coming off the bench, maybe. I'm trying to think. Who who would have been our first? I don't know, bro. I don't want to get into that. We're just trying to get into his career. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, bro. Shout you're, out to Melo. You're trying to dig a little too deep. <laughs> oh, dude, nah, shout out yeah. to Melo. Nah, I love Melo, man. That's my guy. Uh, bro, 10-time All-Star, 2-time All-NBA, 2nd team, 4-time All-NBA, 3rd team, uh, the Social Justice Champion Award. Mm, good things, you know. NBA Scoring Champion, 2013. Uh won the NCAA champion and like I said dude one of the most deadliest scorers in history oh yeah not to mention a three time gold glove winner I mean not gold glove I said gold glove that's baseball gold medal <laughs> my fault gold medal is he the is he no he's not the only the only Nick with a gold medal I think Patrick, Patrick Ewing has Patrick gold Ewing medal yeah of course Patrick, Patrick Ewing. Ewing the dream team hello the dream team which brings us to last but not least Patrick nah you say it wrong the dude in the garden says, Patrick Ewing. It's not as iconic as the Carmelo Anthony. Oh, it definitely is. No, That's debatable. I would, say, I would say 110%. I would say the intro is the ad seven feet from Georgetown. Number 33, tri-captain Patrick. Yeah, that's iconic. That's iconic. Nah, from Syracuse, Carmelo Anthony. But like I said, um... <laughs> That's debatable. We could put that in the comments. Patrick Go Ewing. crazy. Patrick Ewing, bro, what can you say? Our greatest player. Our greatest, um, it's, uh, you know how it is. Can you say he's our greatest player? You can. Even Clyde. Even Fra- without the chips? Yep. Even Clyde Frazier says so. He is, bro. Like, it's unfortunate he didn't win. And he really wanted to win it bad, too, bro. He really wanted it. Respectfully. Yeah, exactly. I can't knock somebody. Even if. Even if you didn't succeed, I can't knock somebody who, who who you could visually see 
tried and really wanted it. So and, and he took the failures with it and everything. So his numbers made him great, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you do listen. Eleven-time All-Star, one-time All-NBA First Team, six-time All-NBA Second Team, three-time All-NBA Defensive Second Team, Rookie of the Year, All-Rookie Team, tied his number, NCAA Champion, three-time Consensus All-American, two-time Big East Player of the Year, gold medal with two gold medals, one with the Dream Team. Um, dude, dude even has a Big East Championship as a coach. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. And he's still coaching, I think. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think he's on Georgetown. Twenty-four thousand career points, eleven thousand rebounds, two blocks per game. I believe he's in the top ten in blocks all time still, if I'm not mistaken. So, if only he won, man. Bro, that would have put him over the top. That would have put him in the top fifteen players of all time. That would be crazy. That would have been crazy, man. Because right now, he's somewhere in the... I think he's like in the late 20s, early 30s as far as ranking goes, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't know how they're going to rank it now, like, since they, you know, voting the top, top 75. But not nothing, bro. To be, to be on the top... To be in the top anything without a championship on, on your resume says a lot. Yeah, bro. You were like I, he was. The, you know what I mean? Bro, like, that, says, was, that says a whole lot. He was literally the face of our franchise for almost two decades. That says a lot, dude. So, yeah. Shout out to our guys that made it. That wraps up this week in Knicks history. Ain't nothing like the old school. You know, you know, um, but before we get into these games, you know, since we're still talking about the NBA 75, we're gonna do a little we're gonna do a little something different. We're gonna talk about the snubs. Yeah, we're gonna it's, it's gonna be non-Nick related. We're gonna talk about the snubs from the 75th anniversary team. Um Who's your biggest snub? Uh my biggest snub? Um, I'm only saying this because he tweeted about it, but I think Clay Thompson should have been on that list. Um, I definitely agree he's not the big, he's not the biggest snub, but I think he should have been in that list, bro. I mean, isn't he like top five shooters ever? Yes. Like ever? Yes. I mean, what more do you want? Not only that, good defender, an elite defender, multi-time no, all-star, elite, elite. That's yes, very yes. important. Yes, elite. you got to use that elite defender. The same time, he was the best shooter. Not many guys could do both. One half of the Splash Brothers, one of the greatest backcourts of all time. Dude, How many championships he has? Three. three. Three, and he made four finals. Actually, and, no, 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 and, five finals. And X amount of X amount of all-star appearances. I think five. Four, I know. think five or six. He got, he, the, he got the resume. To his be numbers would have been crazier if he didn't miss the last two years. You think that's it? I think that has something to do with it because these last two years he could have added on to his legacy. You know what I mean? Like he still has a chance. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it's over for him. I think Clay, because bro, he's, he's gonna be in the one hundred though, right? I he, he better be. He he one hundred percent. He better be. He should be in the one hundred. Nah, but you know who's the biggest snub, bro? And I never thought I would say this because I'm not really a big fan of his. Dwight Howard. I actually agree. Dwight Howard. Who? It's debatable who we would take out for him, but. Dude, I I know why he didn't make it. He has no championship. It's not, he has one. It's, he has not, one. it's not even that. Even if he did it, he still should have made it. Dude, he didn't make it because his drop-off from when he was good was so crazy. 
Like he became so ineffective that like it affected like the way people look at his game. But what happened though? Like I don't know. It, it all went down here when he left Orlando, bro. Cause people forget, bro. Like in Orlando, like he won the defensive player with a year a couple of times. Then like four times. I think three times. It might have been three. I think it's three. He won three. Oh, you know what? Let's look it up. Let's check. Let's check Dwight. Howard. It might have been three times. Let's check Dwight Howard. Let us check Dwight Howard. You know was a funny snub on this? Not for nothing? Uh, I don't think Vince Carter was a snub. Unpopular opinion. No, no, like like funny in terms of, like I didn't see this one coming. Who? Uh, Nikolai Jokic. He's not a snub. I don't think he's a snub. They have him on the list of Bleacher Reports. I, I disagree. I disagree. I didn't see that one coming. I, I was scrolling. I was like, I was like, Jokic, really? That's, there's no disrespect to Jokic, but I disagree, dude. He was not a snub. He still has a lot of time to go. You know, I understand people are hyped. He won the MVP and all that stuff. And, yeah, he'll he's pr- and he might win more. Who knows? Yeah. He might win more. Nah, yeah. I, I don't think he should have. I don't think he's a snub. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's not done. He still has some time to go, man. Will, will, he, will he crack the top 100? Probably. At the rate he's going, he better. You know when he better. But yo, check out Dwight Howard's resume, bro. Minus the championship. Take the championship out. Eight-time All-Star. Five-time All-NBA first team. All-NBA second team. Two-time All-NBA third team. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Four-time All-NBA first team. NBA All-Defensive second team. Five-time rebounding leader, two-time NBA blocks leader, slam dunk championship. Oh, yeah, and this is going to trigger some people. This is the guy who prevented the LeBron James, Kobe Bryant NBA Finals from happening. I mean, uh, (laughs) bro, I am not a fan of Dwight Howard. I am not a fan of Dwight Howard. But did you hear that resume? Yeah. That sounds like a Hall of Fame resume to me. Yeah. He should be on that list, bro. He's definitely making top 75, though. No, he's not. This is the top 75. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not 75. I'm sorry. 100. I'm <laughs> he's, sorry. He's another one. 100. Yeah, I would say Dwight Howard's the biggest snub, believe it, believe it or not. There's even a Knicks snub. Actually. But there's even a Knicks snub. Who? No, nobody's talking about. Bernard King. Mm. That's, it's debatable, though. I won't front. Dwight Howard's more of a definite snub. Maybe this is by Nick Bias talking. Who knows? Maybe. But how about this one, though? Dikembe Mutembo. Oh, yeah. He's a snub. How about that one? He's a snub. He He's a he's definite snub. No, no, no. Um, If you were not around in the 90s. The NBA said not today, bro, not in my house. <laughs> if you were not watching basketball in the 90s, you have no idea how good of a defensive player Dikembe Mutombo was. Bro, was he also a, like an like an elite scorer too? No, he averaged like a good 13, 14 points. Not bad, but I wouldn't call that elite. Matter of fact, wait a minute, what's his scoring average? His career, st- not even nine point eight. Uh, I don't think that has anything to do with it, bro. You don't think so? Nope. Bro, what? his his impact was he was Ben. Uh, I won't say like Ben Wallace. I said his impact was Ben Wallace like like the way. Ben Wallace impacted the Detroit Pistons with his defense. Uh-huh. He had an impact like that, bro. Eight-time All-Star, All-NBA second team, two-time All-NBA third team, four-time Defensive Player of the Year, Hall of Fame right there. Four times. 95, 97, 97, 98, back-to-back. Three-time All-NBA Defensive First Team. It's got to be hard, man. Three-time All-NBA Defensive Second Team, two-time rebounding leader, three-time block leader, has his number retired by two teams. 
Count them. Two teams. Two teams. Yeah, man. That's that. That whole process, though, I can't really blame. I don't know because like twenty-five play to, to pick only twenty-five players. That's that's crazy. Like, you know, you're you're gonna have to leave some out. I understand that. That's why I don't want to get into who should they replace. Because that would make this show extra long this week. Yeah. So we're not going to get into that. We're already going pretty long. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, you know what I mean? I think we're way past our average. Not our average, but we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? Let's move on from the snubs, man. So I, so we agree. One of the, we'll say one of the biggest snubs is Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, yeah. Okay. All right. If we had a rank, I'd say Dwight Howard, Matumbo, probably Vince. Nah. No, yeah. I would say Vince, yeah. Vince was a snub. Vince Carter. Yeah. Dude, not for nothing. You know who else was a snub? Somebody you've never even heard of. Somebody you've never even heard of. Dude named Alex English. Who's that, you might ask? Care to put me on, Steven? Sure, dude. Okay, let me ask you a question. I'll, I'll do it in the form of a question. If you scored the most points in the decade, for the whole 80s, would you constitute that as greatness? More than Jordan, more than Dominique Wilkins, more than Dr. Dre, more well, than the, Kareem. The fact that everybody you just more named. Than, bro, more than Bird. No, yeah, the fact that the fact that you just named all those players, the fact that he's better than all those players. No, no he's not better than them. He's just the highest scorer. The highest scorer. No, that's what I mean. Like, that yeah, the highest scorer. You know, I I think that I think that classifies you to be great. Bro, I don't think you're the greatest, but you're definitely great. Bro, the highest scorer of a decade, bro. That's that's pretty awesome. No player right here. It's in it's in writing. No player scored more total points in the eighties than Alex English. Does it say how many points? Uh, let me see. Let me make a cut. Blah 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 blah. He only won one scoring title in 82, 83, 28.4 game, but he finished among the top ten in points per game nine straight seasons, including six straight top five finishes. Oh hell yeah. That's wicked. Eight-time All-Star? Oh, hell yeah. Snub. snub. OD snub. snub. Shout out to Alex English. You got a snub button? Nah. Press something. There you go. That's <laughs> a snub button. <laughs> That's that, a snub button. Yeah, see, Knicks Anonymous don't just teach y'all about the Knicks. We teach y'all about the NBA. And we look out, too. Yeah. Alex, oh, yeah, by the way, Denver Only Nuggets. when needed. Yeah, by the way, Alex English, Denver Nuggets. That's who we played for. Look him up. Top scorer of the 80s. If Def- you want to, of course. Yeah, of course. You know. <laughs> if you want to educate yourself, if not, you know, it's just your choice. But anyway, moving on from the snubs. Shout out get- to, big shout out to Alex English. Let's get into these games. Let's get into the actual show. Let's get into these games. You know, as you already know, did you played. Just- Before we even get into the game, bro, did you see the crowd after the game? Oh man! That, shout that, out. that was the first game, right? Yes. Shout out! Shout out to the Knicks Anonymous crowd, or not the Knicks Anonymous crowd, the, the Knicks family, the Knicks fan base. You guys, you guys are definitely the best fans on the planet, man. The, the passion, the energy, the vibes, you know, all the above. They're just on point. They all they all check off on the list. You feel me? Um, I don't think there's quite anything like that in the world. Um, you guys can come at me if you want. If you're from a different state, nah, our fans are different. I'm down for all the smoke. Not, you know, you know what? Aside from Nick fans, I'll, I'll say college football fans are more passionate than us. But but, that, but that's from a, that's, that's irrelevant. Exactly, but no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You asked. You facts. Asked, you facts. Asked. But anyway, let's get to the game, bro. Um, pfft. bro, we played the Magic twice. 
And the Celtics, we gotta get his opening day. We gotta get his opening day. Celtics, Celtics, dude. My blood pressure almost went up that game, bro. Yeah, bro, what a way. What a way to start the year, bro. You know what's crazy? My room is green right now. I can't see it, but it's all green. What a way to start the... You know what? I'm gonna gonna try to cut down on curses. What a way to start the year. Bro, be honest. Not for nothing, though. Be honest, I gotta ask you a question. Go ahead. Before we get into that. Did you think we were gonna blow it? At any point? Yes. Bro, but that's because that's my PTSD, though. That's my old That's my old Nick Ways. I didn't think we were going to blow it. But I'll say this. We were one bad decision away from blowing it. It was my it was my old Nick Ways, not for nothing. Like, I was in between. I was like, it, it feels like it feels like we're going to win. But at the same time, we've been put in these type of positions throughout. And, you know... Usually when we when we blow leads such as the lead that we had, I mean we actually didn't even lead that game. No, we did, no no we oh they blew a lead I think. Yeah, they blew I, a thirteen point lead if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I could I be I could be wrong, but I think they blew a thirteen point lead. Yeah, like honestly it was a good it was it was actually a bad game in the first half for the Knicks. Like we were playing we were so sloppy like we were we looked rusty almost jet lagged. Maybe like the butterflies and the nerves was kicking in. Yeah, well, well, first off, the final score was 138, 134 in double overtime. Double overtime. Um, double overtime. What the fuck? The <laughs> Knicks are back, baby. Bro, you know when I realized we were gonna win this game? When um the moment that we had the ball, I think it was in overtime. The moment we had the ball and Jalen Brown just grabbed it from whoever had it. And missed the dunk. Oh, the wide open dunk. I the knew steal. it. I was like, oh yeah, we're not losing this game. Bro, I think I even said it. We're meant to win. I was and like, we're not losing this game. Yo, I was- After that, because, bro, that would have been the moment, the momentum shifting play. Because when he stole it, I was like, oh my God, no. And then he missed the dunk. I was like, get the hell out and of I here. And I remember telling you, and you didn't even, you didn't even see it. You didn't even know what happened. You were like, wait, what? Yeah, I thought he dunked it at first. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, bro, are you kidding me? I was like, yo, I know we're not going out like this. And Fortunately, we did it. <laughs> and 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 let's let's give the claps. Let's give the claps up to my man RJ Barrett. Oh, oh my God! Oh hell yeah, he he gets all the claps. But wait, one more time. Player of the yeah, player. We'll get into the player of the game in a minute. Let's talk about RJ, bro. RJ did a great job he, on Jason Tatum, bro. Because at first I thought if he keeps this up, bro, he just might get some defensive player of the year votes. He held, he held Jason Tatum, one of the young elite. Matter of fact, wasn't he one of the top five young players in the 25? Yes. Seven for 30. Seven for 30. Listen. Put RJ on that list. Listen, I just, I when I when I first saw the game, when I, my, first, my first impression was, okay, we're lucky that Jason Tatum's having a bad game. Completely overlooking the fact that RJ was guardian. When I look back on it, or when as the game progressed, Clamps. And, and I see RJ on him, I'm like, oh shit, he's not having a bad game. RJ is just putting the fucking clamps down on this man. Not only that, RJ scored all 19 of his points in the second half in overtime. But it mattered. Everybody was struggling in the in the beginning. I'm not gonna lie, but um, you know, but it shows as a team and as 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 an organization, we have the players and staff to get over humps that we may be having throughout the game we, we're, actu- we actually have structure we're, we're adaptable we're like water my friend we have structure be water yes aqua yes. i was loving this game bro 
I was so loving this game. No, it was it was it was it was a it was a butt clen it was a butt clencher, bro. You know who was looking? Oh my god, really? Yeah, bro. <laughs> a butt clencher. Yeah, bro. Yo, bro. <laughs> it would be something else. Nah, bro. It was Why a- can't it be like a blood boiler or or, or, or a heart attack? Cause my, bro, <laughs> butt cause all pause, bro. Cause my butt was clenched, bro. My 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 blood my blood pressure went up, bro. My butt was and clenched. It's, and it's high enough. Like my doc, my doc, my doc probably gonna tell me. It was bad. It was it was a lot of yelling. Cause I was at your house. It was it was a lot of yelling. It was a lot of oh no. It was oh yes. It was a whole. It was we went through a range of emotions. You know who was the highlight of the game? That bang of Obi court. Well, on the open floor. No, on the oop. Yeah, on the oop. Okay. He, who did he dunk it on? I don't remember who he dunked, but he banged it on somebody. Oh, oh, they got the face mask. I bro, know what you're talking about. He was, bro. He got up there. Yeah, he got, he got he, wrecked. He was looking like Vince. Get wrecked, kid. Obi was looking a little bit like Vince on that dunk. Shout Ooh. out to Obi too, man. Little Vince-ish. Proudy Obi, we see the improvement. Oh, hell yeah. He looks so confident. Obi Talbot looks so confident. Just need to work on your defense a little bit more, buddy. Now he actually did good. What are you talking about? No, no, actually, no, no. That was the second game. My fault. He didn't do bad. He, had he just needs to be a little bit more consistent. That's it. Yeah. He's getting there, though. He's absolutely getting there. He's definitely better than last year. I could say we could definitely say that as a whole. It's definitely noticeable. But um honestly the I guess the main question is can he keep it up? And I think yes. I think he can keep it up. If he if he's proven that he could play, if he's proven that he could do it, I don't see why not he could constantly do it. That's just me though. Is it just me or <laughs> is it just me or that wasn't the real one, but yeah, we're still doing that. Yeah, but that, <laughs> that wasn't it, though. It just happened to work out that way. Oh, yeah, and speaking of defenses, we bigged up RJ's defense. What about Mitch? Mitch, I, bro, buddy, man, I, Mitch. I was not expecting a 17-rebound performance from Mitch. Money man, Mitch. I, I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, is that a career high? We got to look that up. I'm not sure if that's a career high or not. It but, may be. I don't think it is. Yeah, he had 20 before? I... I think he had 20 before. We'll get back to y'all on that one. But yeah. anyway, Mitch, look, despite the fact there were moments that he looked winded, because he looked visually tired at certain moments, bro. Yeah? He did. You didn't notice that? No, yeah, he looked gassed. He's still, bro. I don't the clicking. I'm, you know, it's uh, research. Yeah. Bro, he <laughs> still had 11 boards. Oh, no, excuse me, 11 points, 17 boards, and two blocks. For a dude that was out of, is, is that still trying to get in shape? I'll take that. I was kind of a little bit tight though at that. I'm not gonna lie. Like I get it, you need to be on the court and actually. But they were they they didn't DSJ me on him, but they kind of were gassing it a little bit that he was working more on his cardio, like on the bike and stuff like that. So when I saw him gassed out, I was like, No, he still needs time, bro. Remember, remember, he was not, bro. I'm under the assumption he was not supposed to start. I was bro. like. Bro, I'm under the assumption he was not supposed to start. He just had to start because Todd's got hurt. I was I, I, I thought I was under the assumption Todd was gonna get the start. Mitch Mitch's career rebound is 21. Career high? Yes. Copy. Okay. Still, 21. I'm taking the 17. 21. Isn't his is his number 21? Oh, he's 23. Yeah. I mean, no, 23. Yeah. Or he's 26. Why is he at 26? What? When did he have 26? Oh, oh sorry. my bad. Oh, me, oh, my, my. No, I, I think it's 23. All, All right. right, who you got as player of the game? I mean, we, I, I put it as Evan Fournier. No, Evan Fournier. Oh, hell yeah, man. Drew, he was clutch. Evan Fournier was clutch. He was hitting big threes, bro. I'm liking, I'm liking what I'm, I'm seeing. I'm going to say it, but... I, I'm liking him. I'm going to say it, but I think he's the main reason why we got out of that. Yeah, them threes are big. 
I think he's the main reason. If he's not the main reason, then he's definitely one of the like top two. Him and Randall, of course, because Randall dropped 35. Of course, almost so, okay. had a triple double. So you can put Randall at one. 35. No, no, I got Fournier as the player. No, I got yeah, I got Fournier because one, he man. came through, bro. He hit four threes in the fourth and OT. And the way that they were hit though, water splash. And though you know he's not scared, he's taking the three. Like, I like it. He's taking it. I like it. I like it. I I had my I had my doubts about Fournier, but I'm liking what I'm seeing. Thirty-two points, six boards, three assists, four steals, a block. How many threes he hit? Six of thirteen. Jesus Christ! This is what we needed. This is exactly what we signed this. This is what for. we needed last year. Listen, shout out I to Fournier. Say, all I gotta say is Atlanta, we're coming, bro. Listen, you. We're coming you, for you, brother. We told you. We you told us exactly what we needed. You gave us the answers. Like you thought you won. You won the battle. Oh, but we're gonna win the fucking war. Dig it. We're gonna win the fucking war. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Ah man. Gunshots on that one. That's a threat. Where's my gunshot? Oh man. All right, no gunshots. No gunshots. Final score: 138, 134 again in double overtime. Uh. We outshot him from three by one percentage point. Damn. Bro, not for nothing. I'm looking at the stats, and they outdid us in a lot of things. But who cares? We won. Whatever. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the, 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 greatest, the greatest way you could look at that game is we played, like, absolute poo-poo. Nah, I won't say that. We just had some... Um, what's the word? Some no, we, 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 we played had sloppy. Some, we had, yeah, we had some inconsistent moments. Listen, we played sloppy. But we adjusted. And the Boston yeah. was giving it their all. Nah, you know what it is with Boston? They didn't capitalize when they could have took us out. That too. But no. they were they were playing like there was no tomorrow, and we were playing sloppy. Now, imagine if we were playing the way we were playing in double overtime from the beginning. How we, different this game would have been. I, think, I mean, yeah, we would have probably ended it in the fourth. It would have, yeah, it would have never went into OT. Yeah, we would have probably ended it. So that's kind of our fault. But you know, like I said, we came. But they through. got it done though. That's the 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 best part. We came we through got one. It done. We came through one, but we should have closed them out. That we, was also a big problem we used to have. We never used to be able to close out games. Which brings us to our next game, which we did close out. The Orlando Magic. Oh my God! Where's the Bruce Lee kicks? <laughs> Jesus Christ! And if you didn't see the meme, you could check it out on Nick's Anonymous on our Instagram. It's pretty funny. Yo, not for nothing. For a second there, I thought we were gonna give this game away. There was a second there, like was it third quarter? No, nah, but you were on your dictator shit though. Why? Why you say that? You was on your. You was on your perfection. No, I wasn't, bro. <laughs> because like, bro, we had a chance to close them out. We were about to let them back in the game, bro. They started. I think they bought us. We went from thirty. We were at thirty, and we they were brought, at thirty-one, they and they brought, they brought it down to like sixteen. They brought it to twenty. No, they brought it to sixteen. I think sixteen, seventeen. But somewhere then we took control. But then we took control. Somewhere around there. But then we took control. So yeah. Um. What's great about this game? We broke our franchise three-point record. Twenty-four. It was twenty at first. We beat it with twenty-four. And who led us in that department? Oh my God! Wow, a few people quickly actually tied it and broke it. One, two, three, four people had four three pointers. Evan Fournier was four for nine. Derek Rose was wow four for six. Impressive. Um, quickly was four for eight, and my guy Burks was four for seven. So everybody but Burks was over fifty per- or close to fifty percent. Uh, Burks was over fifty percent. He's fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. 
the only one so, who so the, the, the only one who was before fifty. The only that the only one was that was below fifty was forty eight with forty four, which is still great. Still good. That's great, actually, bro. If you shoot forty four percent from three for your shout career, to the old you're team, great. Man. Shout out to the old team. And shout out to quickly for actually quickly tied it and broke the record. So when he caught his contact lens when it popped out, he did it with yeah, he did it blind. That's that why he did, that, that's why he did that. That's, <laughs> that was pretty I, sweet. I don't know if you know if you noticed his celebration. He like he covered one eye and he was like moving his hand like he couldn't see. That was pretty sweet. He was like, blind, baby. It's not, it's not easy to catch a contact lens. Agility, uh, what is it? Hand-eye coordination. Yeah. A lot of that. I see you quickly. A lot of hand-eye coordination. I see you, my guy. Um, How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven Knicks in double figures. Yeah, you know, that'll do it. You know, you're not going to lose that many games if you have seven players in double figures. It'd be like that. Yeah, bro. Honestly, it was just a complete ass-whooping, man. It was, it was fun to watch. Yeah, bro. We held them to 39% from the field, 39% from three. And granted, I, okay, we did get a lot of comments on our page, on our on our post, saying we we basically played a JV team. Nah, I'm just Mike. Shout out to Mike. <laughs> not, not Mike TV. No, Mike. Yeah, it's the other Mike. Um, Broheem nah. Syndicate. Check, nah, yeah. check, check their podcast bro, out. But we're going to get that a lot, though. But I, I say fuck that. We've been a JV team for a long-ass time, and we ain't catch no break. We were the Knicks were trash. That's it. Knicks will never be great. Knicks this, Knicks that. Nah, nah. Now it's our turn. We giving out them ass whoopings. Now it's our turn, and you know what? We're gonna meme we, it. We Joe Jackson and y'all Tito. We're gonna meme <laughs> it. No matter who you are, if we beat you, we're we're gonna meme it because we've been memed for a very long. We're also gonna stay humble. We're we're not gonna go OD. Now we gonna OD, bro. But we're not OD. <laughs> not, not OD. But we're gonna, you know, all right, you know what? I'll put it like this. We're going to OD with creativity this time around, this season. It's going to get creative. It's going to get dank. It's going to get really, really dank. I hope y'all like wrestling, animes, and random movie references. Yeah, it's going to get dank for sure. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, bro, I'm surprised they actually out-rebounded us by eight and on the offensive boards. Bomba. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bomba was actually looking good out Bomba. there. Bomba. Live Shaq West, bitch, I'm dying, Shaq West. Mo Bamba was actually good for the Magic. He had 15 points and 10 boards. Harlem product. From Harlem? Yeah, Mo Bamba. Nice. We killed him, though. We knocked him out the block. Hell yeah, good idea. Bro, did you hear the crowd in Orlando? Those oh. are, those are all New Yorkers, bro. Yo. New York done took over Orlando. Y'all don't even have a franchise no more. Actually, yeah, you traded it all away. <laughs> you guys are weird. That's what y'all get for letting New Yorkers move down there. You know what I feel bad? I feel bad for Terry. I know he's mad. Jason Terry? He's real mad. Why? Not not Jason Terry. The um, I don't know his first name, but he's on the Magic. Who? He's a shooter. Suggs? No, no, no. He he had a headband on. His name is Terry though. Terry. I don't know his first name though, but he, he used to he used to murder us too. I don't know if it's Terry, but it's no, like, not Terry. Um, T, I know it's this guy. Ugh. you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. What the fuck is his name, bro? He killed us last year. Yeah. He had a game winner, I think. Yeah, he killed us last year. Terrence Ross. Ross. That's okay, what it was. Terrence yeah. Ross. Terrence, yeah. That's who I feel bad for. He's like, he got beeled. We need to bring him on board, bro, so he don't kill us no more. He was actually eating, not for nothing. I'm talking about we need to bring him here. Oh, like to the Knicks? Yeah, bro. We can't we can't have that no more, bro. We got to get... You know what we got to do? I mean, it was kind of... You know what we got to do? We got to do the reverse LeBron. You know how, the, you know how LeBron goes against All-Stars? We gotta get all the dudes who killed us and get them on our team. <laughs> I think he's. I think it proven futile though. 
We beat them by like almost 30. Nah, I know, but still, I'm just joking. Get out of here, Ross. Poor attempt at it. Sorry, Ross. <laughs> you know, the bus is closing, Ross. I apologize. Oh, man. Julius Randle's our player of the game for this game. 21 points, 10 boards, 7 assists, 2 steals. Bro, another near triple-double, bro. If he keeps this up, bro, he might be in the MVP discussion. So we got one dude, and if he keeps it up, he could possibly be in the MVP discussion. And another dude, if he if he keeps his shit up, he could be in the defensive player of the year discussion. RJ and Julius Randle, do you think they could keep that up? I do. I hope so. You know, and more. No, check it out. Not just keep it up. I think they'll surpass it. I think nah. I don't think. Yes. I don't think Randle will be MVP. He'll get. He can potentially get votes, but for him to actually win the award or even be top five, he has to climb over a lot of people, you know what I mean? And that's not going to be easy. You got to climb over guys oh, like LeBron. Do I believe he'll gotta, do it? You think he'll do it? You actually think he'll win the MVP this year? No. But think about it, bro. <laughs> LeBron, Giannis, no, but I didn't, do KD, I... guys like Dame Lillard. Got, them guys put up numbers, bro. Can we say three years? You're, you're saying he going win the MVP in three years? If he does the same thing he's doing and more in two or three years. And keeps it up? Yes. Uh, I and, won't, and depending depending how far we get into the playoffs within those three years. I won't definitely say he'll win the MVP, but I will say if he keeps this up and even raises his game a little more, he'll definitely start being in the discussion. But I think it starts this year. Okay. Because like if he keeps this play up like the way he's doing now, doing the near triple doubles, you have to be in the MVP discussion, especially if he, if he leads us to a better record than we had last year. If we had a better record than we had last year of the strength of Randall's play. He has to get MVP votes. Has to. He has to. I'm not saying he has to win it, unless of course we get the double one seed. And a quote by Randall himself. Then you have to consider him. A quote by Randall himself. Give me my fucking respect. Yeah. So I don't think I, I understand my might have to be earned. I understand I'm we're thinking too far ahead and it's only two games in. As I said, keeps these numbers up and leads us to a higher seed than we were last year. You have to put that man into discussion. Listen, I was always taught first impressions are everything. So we're going by first impressions here. And they look they look mighty good. We look like we have the ability to fight when we're down, and when we're up, we have the ability to keep the foot down. So what it looks like we have the balance of both hopefully we can continue this moving forward yeah man um before we get into the next game um follow us on instagram since we didn't do this in the beginning of the show yeah follow us on instagram google us nick synonymous we're on um, Amazon Music, no, Apple iPods, At, no, <laughs> Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast. I said Apple iPods, <laughs> <laughs> Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google. We're on Google Podcast, correct? Correct. Google Podcast, Pandora, f- Pandora, iHeartRadio, and iHeartRadio. I said Spotify, Bre- Spot and Spotify. Left out Spotify. There I said Breaker. Go. I said Breaker. The Breaker. I said them all. I just didn't say them in order. So good. But we got it. We got it. Follow us all on Nick's Anonymous. Which brings yeah. us to the next game. The Orlando Magic again. Yet again. But this time. Yeah. Uh, things didn't go our way this time around. And what? the crappiest part about it is we were there. We saw it with our own, well, four eyes. Because there was two of us. Yeah. So we saw it with four eyes. Before we get into that, the bright spot of the game was that burger. 
Get that onion jam burger, Yo, garden people. Let me tell you something. Okay, there's a spot in the garden. When you go to the garden, it's called. It was burger something. I forgot. Oh, I forgot. It was burger something. Something. Bur- something it's burger, burger something. But- it has the name. It has the word burger in it. It's on the. T- it's it's in section. I think I, I, I think oh, every section. I think every floor has it. But like, there's a burger with what was it? Onion jam or bacon jam? There's a burger with onion jam sauce with bacon, and it's off the hook. Y'all gotta try it. Yo, off the chain, off the chain. I should have bought it. I regret not buying it. I did say I was gonna buy it. I regret not buying it. I had the popcorn instead, like a off. dumb like a dumbass. Off the chain, man. I was like hating watching you eat it. I was like, this mother. Oh wait, 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 wait. Today's a special day, man. What's today? I had my first drink at the garden. Ooh. Wait. I think you hit the wrong sound. I hit the effect. wrong two buttons. You're supposed to be hyped about that. <laughs> I hit the wrong two buttons. I had my first alcoholic beverage. How does that feel? At the garden, huh? How did that feel? Aside from the fact that you drank it in a loss, but I felt grown. You know what? Let's get to the game. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it. You know, congratulations on that. I'm not hating. I just want to get the game over with. Like, because I learned something today was watching it, this. Watching good? things live. We may have a problem guarding quicker guards. Um, It could definitely be due to age. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> of course. Because, dude. Could, it could definitely be due to age. Cole Anthony was killing us, bro. The guy, the guy we wanted us to draft last year, for those who don't remember. Cole Anthony... It's not. It's not even the twenty nine points that killed us. I believe be. there was a point where he had half of the points. Yeah, he had eighteen of the team's thirty six points. Yeah, that was in the second quarter, I believe. Um, it's not even the twenty nine points. It was the sixteen rebounds, dude. Yeah, how the fuck did that happen? Sixteen rebounds from the point guard position. Not good, Knicks. Come on, man. Not good. Not gotta, good at all, man. You got to box those guards up. I mean, box those guards out. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And of course, our the, the the thorn of our side, and every time we play the Orlando Magic, Terrence freaking Ross. T. Ross, dude, I, I'm telling you, we have T. Ross. We have to do a reverse LeBron, bro. Like I said, you know how LeBron gets all the superstars. The Knicks got to get all the guys that 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 are Nick killers. We got to get Ross off that team, bro, because he always kills us, bro. First, first it was it's Fournier. always him. First it was Fournier, then we get Fournier. So now that it's Ross. It's always Terrence Ross, bro. I think it's time to get like, Ross. Oh my god. I think it's time to get Ross. We gotta, we gotta take him away, man. I think it's time. And our shooting was ass. Uh hold on, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll, was- we'll get to that. You're not gonna win very many games shooting 37% from the field, 27% from three, and 68% from the free throw line. You're just not. My eyes were That is un. Yeah, that's you know what? Press that. That's unacceptable. unacceptable. Yeah. My eyes were in. Oh, that's a lot of damage. My, my eyes, my eyes. Uh, yeah, like I was, ble- I was bleeding through my eyes, bro. I was like, oh my bold, god. Bold. Oh my god. My eyes. That we here had I bought today. We were not here today. That was a, I, 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 I know you. I knew, I know you disagree, but I like that hat. I like it's, that it's, hat. It's, I'd rather a shirt. I'd rather a wee here shirt. Watch me flame it with some Tims, bro. That's what you need to see it with. Or, or a pair of white and orange Nikes. I'm doing it. I got faith. I'm doing it. But me personally, I just prefer I just prefer a t-shirt. I feel like I feel like it's too much words for a, too many letters for a hat. Yeah, I could dig it. 
Uh, but back to the game though, man. Um, I play. I I I put Derrick Rose as our player of the game, despite Randall's stats. Randall had a good game. No, no, no disrespect to Randall. Randall had thirty points, sixteen a killer, sixteen boards. Yeah, three assists, two steals, and the the four blocks are impressive. I can't even lie. Randall is stepping up his defense this year. He's playing really good defense. Not all defense, defense, but he's playing good defense. He's playing good ball. But I gave the player of the game to Rose because... He, ke- he honestly kept us in the game. Yeah, he was making plays in the end that was, you know, pretty much keeping us in it. Yeah, that was giving us faith. Like, because there were moments there that I thought the Magic were going to run away with it. And Rose would come through and make a play. The last play we saw before we left was Rose hitting a three. No, well, no, actually... He hit the three-point play, but, well, not a three-point play because he missed the free throw. But that was the last thing we saw. He had missed the free throw. The and one. So, yeah, at that point, we kind of got frustrated. Watch nothing. Hit your free throws, Mitch. Yeah, bro. Damn, That was a scary moment when he went down, too, bro. The crowd got quiet. The crowd got real silent, bro. That That was was real scary, bro. But we're glad he's okay. He had a double-double again, so shout-out to Mitch. Two steals and three blocks, too. Not bad. Not bad. He was a plus four. Hit but, your free throws, bro. Yeah, bro. 40%'s not cool, Mitch. Come on, man. Two of five, not cool, bro. If we hit our free throws today, we would have probably won this game. Mm, probably. I, that's why I did say probably. I didn't say definitely. No, yeah, probably. Probably, probably. Man, honestly, man. And, and I got to date back to the other post when we beat Orlando the first time. A lot of a lot of people were saying, like, oh, we can't meme them due to the fact that they're like a JV team and stuff like that. Well, here you go, Knicks fans. Here's your JV team. Bro, don't sleep on JV teams, bro. <laughs> young people are hungry. You know what I mean? So, young you know, folks are hungry. No team is safe from these memes, from this dank, all right? Every team we beat, I don't care if you're the Pistons. I don't, I don't care who you are. You're getting this dank. I can't wait to beat the Lakers. We're going to meme you the crap get, out of them. You definitely get gonna, that dank. Oh, God, yeah. The Lakers, oh, if we beat the Lakers, bro, like we're going to meme the we're gonna make Laker fans hate us, bro. We're gonna become famous off of Lakers meme. I'm, I, pre- I'm predicting that. I could dig. Yeah, but we blew it this game, bro. Oh, what was the final score? What would you say was like the biggest impact? Like, what was the biggest difference between the 30 point blowout? Because this is a big difference, bro. To have a 30 point blowout at in a in an away game and then lose at home. Uh, first of all, the final score was 110, 104, Orlando. Um. What was the difference? I guess I would say the tempo. Orlando had control of... Even when we were winning, honestly speaking, Orlando had control of the tempo. Like, we, when, when we were up... I feel like we were playing catch-up. Nah, I wouldn't say that. But we didn't keep them out of it the way we kept them out of it the last game. We let them come... Alright, remember last game when I said for a second there I thought they were going to come back? Yes. We were giving it away. We let them come back. Completely. Yeah, we didn't we didn't put them away the way we did the other day. We we played down to them. Or not even. I want you know what? I'm gonna take that back. I'm actually gonna give them credit. They played up to us. They brought it down. I will I will give Orlando credit today. They played up to us. We didn't play down to them. We just didn't hit our shots. They played up to our level. So shout out to the Magic today, despite the fact I'm tight they beat us. No claps. Yeah, definitely no claps. You get a shout out, you get respect, but we not clapping for you. No claps. We we, we salty. Um, me personally, I think the biggest difference in this game 
was honestly the shooting. I'm going to have to say the shooting. There was a lot of times that, like, towards the end of the game when it was, like, three minutes left, they had, like, multiple opportunities. They hit wide-open threes. They, they honestly got the same looks as last game. But, you know, like you said, they just were not able to knock down the shots that needed to be knocked down. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree, bro. We, we, we missed shots... We missed the shots we were hitting last and game. And our defense was Swiss cheese today, man. A lot of a lot of open layups, a lot of a lot of gimmies. Definitely. A yeah. lot of gimmies. I'm telling you, bro, we we're gonna have our perimeter defense come postseason time. We are making the postseason. I don't care what nobody says. Um our perimeter defense come postseason time has to step it up. We have a good defensive um system with Tibbs. Um it could actually hide our deficiencies as far as the backcourt goes. Cause let's be real. Our backcourt strength is not going to be defense, especially at the point guard position. Um, Got some old knees back there. Yeah, which leads us to... Wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I can't find the... Technical okay. difficulties, folks. I think it's uh, I think it's this one. Is it just me? Oh. Oh. No, it's not that one. Whoops. Is it just me? There it goes. That's the one. Is it just me? Or, oh, oh, oh. So... What's your question today, bro? Well, that question. No, it is a question. Yeah, go ahead. Well, it's, yeah, it is. Is it just me, or should Derrick Rose start over Kemba Walker? I still say no. Well, I what do you a, what do you think? I put a poll up, so let's go to that poll real quick. Uh, I said uh, Derrick Rose should start over Kemba Walker. Sixty-two percent disagree. Thirty-eight percent agree. Uh, where where are you for? Um. And why? I think Kemba should start. I agree. But why? I want to see if it's the same reason. Why? I think Kemba should start due to the fact that, one, D-Rose has a better chemistry with the second unit. Okay, so I he, agree. He's Agreed. Been playing, he's been playing with the second unit since last year. Agreed. Um, And two, I feel like Kemba is not a guard. Like, he's a guard you have to start. I feel like if you bring Kemba off the bench... He's not going to provide as much as he would as if he was starting. Like, he, he's that type of player that needs to be starting. I could agree with that. Um, I, As far as them, like, like I said, for both those guys, defense is not their strength. So, yes, Kemba is a guy who has to start. Rose is best suit. Like, I, I think Ro if Rose keeps up the way he's playing, he's going to be a contender for six man of the year. Because he's, he's balling. He is balling. balling like I have to look at his numbers to see his averages for the first three games. I haven't looked. So I don't know his numbers off the top as far as the averages go. But we all see he's balling. He's balling. But what I think helps the point guard situation, um, we have to give Deuce McBride some minutes. We drafted him for his defense. So like when we have these difficulties with quicker guards, you could put Deuce McBride in. You know what I mean? And any full court presses. Exactly. Like I would rather him before we you know, we drafted him basically because of what happened with Trey Young in the playoffs last year. I'd rather him get those minutes now. Yeah. While it's fresh. Exactly. Then that, like that's exactly where I was going with it. It's funny you say that. But then, go ahead, say it. I want to hear it. Then like go deeper it. into the season when it matters and have an un have a fresh leg a fresh leg deuce mcbride like how frank was when we first put him into the playoffs you know he's inexperienced 
and experience that that played a role people have no idea how much experience plays a role in the nba dude like it really does like people think that's overrated that's not so with experience you see different things and those things tend to repeat themselves in certain situations so if you've been in that situation before naturally you're gonna know how to get out of it so I think personally they need to give Deuce McBride some minutes, cause come Christmas time when Trey Young comes to town, he's gonna feast on Rose and Kemba. I'm not yes, gonna lie. yes, I I see that. I think we should give McBride. You know, since um he's inexperienced, so now you would have to give him some a little bit of experience. So if I'm the Knicks, yes, you keep um Rose on the bench, you start Kemba, give Deuce McBride at least twelve minutes a game, three minutes a quarter. Should it be in the beginning or middle or end? Because uh, Tibbs seems to like to put him in the end of, the, of quarters. I would put him in, I guess, all right, D-Rose is the first guard off the bench. When you have those games when D-Rose isn't as effective as he should be, I would put him in during those times. Like in the games, D Rose isn't hitting his shots. Yeah, he has those games from time to time. It's rare because D Rose usually goes to the hoop, so he takes high percentage shots. Correct. But when he's not hitting his shots, like in the second quarter, let's say he starts off a little rough, I would give Deuce McBride like the last maybe three minutes of the second quarter just to see how he goes. But put him in there with another point. Put him in there with quickly, so that way you know what I mean. Like quickly could bring the ball down as well, just so he could play off ball a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, just to help him out a little bit. Yeah, you got to alternate it, dude. Like, that's just my opinion, you know. You know how Tibbs rolls. So what could? So what do you think could be holding Tibbs back from playing him right now? He usually doesn't play rookies, dude. He, it, it takes him a while to believe in rookies. Like, he, he didn't believe in Obi Toppin at first last year. Look at him now. Obi Toppin is getting crazy minutes. Obi Toppin is getting more minutes than he did last year because it's going to take time for Tibbs so to believe in the guys. So in, in Tibbs' world, in the Tibbs' system, a rookie year is basically like a you got to earn like, your stripes, like, like an orientation. Yeah, you got to earn your stripes. It's like an like you sit down and you, and you soak up as much information. So the following season, your number is going to get called. Exactly, unless of course you come in like Quigley did last year. Like or, yeah. Tib- Tibbs fell in love with him immediately. That's the exception, but it's looking like these guys aren't going to be the Quigley. So yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's looking like it's going to be like the Toppin program. Yeah. But I think they got to put Deuce in a little more. Even even Grimes, because Grimes is a good defender as well. So he'd help as well. Those two guys got to get minutes. But, you know, we're talking about Deuce McBride mostly because we're talking point guards. So we drafted them for a reason, you know, so we got to use them. Yeah, man. So is it just you? Uh, yeah. Except for the fact that you said Kemba should start. So how do we answer that question? <laughs> uh, you said, is it just me or should Rose start over Kemba? But then you said Kemba should start. <laughs> so, no, you know what? Screw it. We both agree Kemba should start and Rose should come off the bench. Let's make it simple. I just, I honestly, I I should ask the question the other way. But Should either, Kemba keep starting over Rose is what you said. Is what you should have asked. Yeah. Either way, we got the answer out. So, y'all know, y'all know where we at. But, yeah, I, honestly, I believe that because, yeah, like. I think I think Kemba should because I don't trust Kemba to because I feel like I feel like Kemba is he needs to set the tone. Yeah, he's not a guy that can change the. Yeah, he sets things up. He sets he's, it up. He's not a pace changer like Rose is. Yeah, Rose Rose takes it to that to that next gear. So I feel like I feel that's a good combination, and then Deuce could could slide up in there a little bit. It's possible. 
basketball is a long game, man. I, I don't see why Deuce can't, you know, squeeze in there a little bit just to get some PT. Yeah, man. I hope Tibbs eventually squeezes him in there, man. Give him a cup. Even started slow, dude. Give him two minutes a quarter just to get him started. I get, I'd say one thing, though, right now. The Knicks are probably still getting it right now in the locker room by Tibbs. Like, they're still probably feeling like he's probably still going off right now. He probably got them running suicides as we speak. Oh, in the garden? Yep. <laughs> That'd be crazy. He doubles it by two, so two times by however much they lost. That'd be wow, that's a lot of suicides. That's 18. Damn. They lost by nine, I think, right? Bro, that's a lot. 18 suicides on an NBA court? Yeah, they burning a lot of calories doing that. Oh, man, but don't do that, Tibbs. We need them for Philly. Nah, do it, Tibbs. Nah, we need, bro, we need them. They need to learn. We need the rest. No, dude, you do it if they blow it against Philly. So we got Philly next. Next, you got to get it together. Um, I guess that wraps up this week's episode. This week's episode went a little long because we kind of got into the NBA 75 a little bit. And I didn't think that conversation was going to go that long. But it was a good one. It was getting juicy. Yeah, it was a good one. Dude, did you know? Fun fact. Before we end the show, I got to throw this out there. But we're not going to get into it. For a good laugh, Kendrick Perkins said Dwight Howard should be in the top 75 over Ewing. Not at all, bro. I'm sorry. Oh, a lot of I'll keep it short and sweet about that before we wrap the show up. Yes, Dwight Howard has a better resume than Patrick Ewing. But you know who put it best? Surprisingly, Max Kellerman. Patrick Ewing was a dude you could build an offense around. And his offense didn't like... With Dwight Howard... His style of play got... He didn't have the offense. Ewing exactly. Had. He's not a guy you could build the offense around. Dwight Howard was a cleaner. He got garbage points. So, yes, Dwight Howard has the accolades over Ewing. But Ewing was dead as an offensive unit. Yes, exactly, dude. You can build an offense around Ewing. His, his offense and his offense aged well as the years went by. What happened with Dwight Howard is... The reason his drop-off happened is because... I, I attribute it to the three-point error. Because when you need your whole starting five to be able to shoot threes and you have a guy like Dwight Howard, he's considered old school. He's an old school big man. So he's kind of... Like Ewing could have played in today's day. He could have, but he would have been slow. The downside to Ewing playing today was he would have been slow to um, switch to the perimeter. That's the only downside to Ewing playing today. Aside from that, yeah, I think Ewing would have lasted today. But the point of that, to end the show, no. He should not have gone in over Ewing. Kendrick Perkins is out of his mind. And for one of the few times, I actually agree with Max Kellerman. Shout and, out to Max Kellerman. Yeah, I never thought I'd say that. Shout out to Max Kellerman. And that wraps up episode 42 of Nick's Anonymous. 42. 42. Dab it up. Dab it. Knicks are 2-1 in week one. We got Philly next. Not bad. Not All bad. Right. We should have won. We should be 3-0. We but should we got, be 3-0. We cannot have lapses against Philly. We have to get our shit together if we want to beat them. I believe we is, can. Um, is Ben Simmons actively playing? No. No? At least not. At least as of now. We don't know what's going to happen. So but as of now, Ben Simmons is not playing. We should be able to take advantage of this thing. I don't know, bro. Philly's still, they're still contenders, bro. They are still contenders, but... Don't sleep. At the end of the day, when their best player is on the court. It's not their best player. Joel is. Okay. Mitch. Mitch, you better take care of business. I, not that I don't think you will, 
But you and Embiid always have good battles. So I can't wait to see that. It was fun watching Mitch in person, man. Yeah, that was a scare again, bro. But um, let's wrap this up, man. Um, Go Knicks. I'm LJ. That's DV. Yeah, go Knicks. This is Knicks Anonymous. We'll every, be- every Monday, catch a new episode. You can follow us on Apple Music, Pandora, Breaker, Spotify. Breaker. And- Breaker. Keep calling him Breaker. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Just Google us. Uh, Yeah, Google. Google us. We you'll, here. You'll find us. And on Instagram. Shout out to Stevie's hat. Yeah. I know he loves it. We here, baby. I had my first drink. We here, baby. Garden. Go Knicks. Let's go, Knicks. <laughs>